0: The Hour, a weekly careers podcast where we talk about work life from the perspective of two real people.
1: We're your hosts, Brittany Baring and Penny Blackmore, but not in that
0: order. (laughs) If you like our show, please rate, review and subscribe. It would mean the world to us. Yeah. Penny. How are you, Brit? Ooh. <laughs> I got I him first. you were going to come at me with that. <laughs> you know what? I'm, br- I'm doing pretty great, I have to say. Um, I've just finished my first week of freelance life. Oh, yeah, girl. I have to say I'm kind of loving it. Yeah. I'm kind of loving it. I'm also very much, um, I'm kind of, I have no structure mm. at all mm-hmm. to my days. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of enjoying that yeah. at first. Yeah, you know, um, I, I fear that I will need some structure. You will, for very sure. Very soon,
1: <laughs> you got to learn the lesson the hard way. I think exactly. The problem you gotta is, you got to be like, oh yeah, I can work in my pajamas until yeah.
0: seven p.m. You know what? This is something that I ha- that I'm not really doing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. i good still, like that. I'm still like getting up, showering, getting, putting like real human clothes but on. But you need to like make some money. Yes, <laughs> yes. The problem is right now I'm filling up all of my days with meetings and cl- and like client calls. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like, I have yet to do any work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is so, actually the hard part. Like, I always yeah. have to, um, factor in sales stuff as a, and, like, business development stuff as opposed to actual work. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I end up spending more time on the sales stuff than I right. do on actual work. And then I'm like, oh, crap.
0: Exactly. I'm like, mm. I, yeah, I, I have so much more respect for you, Penny, oh, as a dev salesperson, because <laughs> it is not, uh, not easy, I'll tell you. Um, and I think it's kind of interesting, too, because I've been talking to so many different companies. Um, so many. I've been talking to a few different companies. Mm-hmm. And um, I just kind of realized how similar like a company is to just like a human being. Oh, yeah, for right? sure. They're yeah. all, everybody kind of has the same problems, mm. whether you're an individual like looking for a job or looking for work or a company mm. themselves. It's like figuring out who you are, what's your brand voice, what is your offering and how do you market that to people? Absolutely. You know, it's like always yeah. the same. Yeah,
1: Super it's usually the same pool of problems, but through a different lens. So yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting.
0: So I found that really interesting and, um, and also works so well mm. for us with our, Podcast work. Yeah. And then plus regular work. So like it's like we're just recording like
1: on a Monday in the middle of the day. It's insane. It's wonderful. Like it's
0: Monday morning. Well, so cool. Yeah. It's still, it's morning. still morning. Yeah. Yeah. Minutes. We
1: made it. Long <laughs> tram ride for Yeah. Me. That's right. What's going on with you, Pen? Um, so I have been like, I had this real revelation the other day. I was like, God damn, like I'm so grateful. That we live in a time where, and I, I think people like get upset about the internet all the time, but when you think about podcasts and social media and YouTube and that sort of thing, like, mm-hmm. I am so grateful that we live in a time where all of this, these ideas and these voices are just at our fingertips. Yeah. Like, you know, we always talk about Esther Perel. Mm-hmm. She like… I get to know what she's thinking for free just by listening to her podcast. And she's like very niche and very much like, up my alley. But then also I've been really indulging mm-hmm. <laughs> in uh, some really obnoxious sales podcasts lately. Um, what is an
0: obnoxious sales
1: podcast? Yeah. So it, if you can imagine um, the kind of guy that's really jacked, he's a white man usually. He's from yes. America. He talks about like smashing things <laughs> yeah. and um, smashing driving brains. a Ferrari and like it's, yeah. a, it's that sort of person. Um, and basically like as a as a method of self-care i often like block those voices out of my life for a period of time because yeah. i'm like this is irritating like it, it's triggering something in me which is like all of these men are men
0: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> um but i've been listening to a couple lately and i'll i'll link the main one that i like in the podcast it's called for the close um and it's hosted by a guy called ali Mir- mirza mirza um He's actually like a little bit of an antidote to that in some ways. Like he's a little bit more humble, he's smarter. Um he asks really good questions and he steers the conversation in a really interesting way. So um more than anything, like these podcasts have kind of been like reinforcing things for me. Yeah. Um but also encouraging me to like I don't know, like just kind of adopt some of these like ultra confident.
0: Right. Yeah. I should totally listen to these.
1: I think I would recommend everyone learns a little bit about sales. Because yep. you, even if you're a designer or an account manager or an accountant or a oil tanker guy, mm-hmm. person, woman, um, if you can't sell an idea, then you're going to really struggle to be empowered in the workplace. Like, you so don't true. have to be selling the whole product, but you have to be able to say, hey, I had an idea for a t-shirt – This is why I think it's a good idea. And you have to be able to sell that with conviction. So
0: um,
1: I really recommend it.
0: It's also very uh, poignant for what we'll be discussing today on the pod. A hundred percent. Right? Selling Selling. yourself. Selling you. Selling your professional voice. Your your most important product. Oh, (laughs) that's cute, (laughs) (laughs) Britt. Too cute, maybe. Maybe a little too cute.
1: So, Brittany and I, last week, did an event at Career Foundry, which is an organization that does these online courses um, in different types of tech skills. Um, it's a nice little company. Yeah. Um, and basically, they wanted us to come in and talk about developing your professional voice.
0: It was a fabulous event, I have It was really to say. fun, yeah. They do these events on a weekly basis so yeah, if you in exactly. Berlin. Um, it's definitely something to check out. Um, they're doing a lot of, like, specific tech meetup stuff as well, but mm-hmm. then also just stuff about careers and, and that kind of thing. So that was where we came in. Yeah. But it was really fun, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, and I, I think, like, after we presented it, we were like, we should take this to our podcast audience because… Yes. Um, the response that we got was really great. And also, um, it just obviously is something that it would be great if you guys learned how to do this
0: Yeah. mastered it. And it was also like when we were promoting it, a lot of people were like, oh, I'm not in Berlin. I can't make it, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So we thought we would give you all of the little pearls of wisdom that oh, we yeah. that we gave to the people last week. Yeah. So before we get started, I think it would actually be important to talk about why we want to define our professional voice, why we want to develop something like that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and what a I guess what a professional voice is. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I think a lot of people struggle to talk about themselves in a professional context. So whether it's like yeah, yeah, like a networking event, a job interview, um, you bump into someone on the street, it's it can be a real challenge to sort of say what you're all about in a nice, concise way.
0: And I think that it really if you're able to, if someone's like, oh, hey, what do, what do you do? And you're able to give someone a really solid answer yeah. versus you kind of like rambling on about oh, something. So many whatever. people ramble. I mean, yeah, mm. I'm, I'm guilty of a ramble every now mm. and again, for sure. But <laughs> it separates the people so drastically from like being inexperienced and unsure to confident and, you know, able.
1: Yeah, and it also gives like a fantastic first impression. Yes. Like the and the first impression thing is such a thing, right? It's like so when someone comes in really strong, you're like, "Whoa." Hello. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think that everybody at every level of, you know, of uh in your career at every kind of point should be able to do this, no matter how junior you are or how senior. And I think even people who are really senior kind of struggle with this sometimes because they've done so much in their careers and Absolutely. they're capable of so much. But how do you actually distill it down to something that's a little bit more um, easy to understand mm-hmm. and uh, clear? Digestible. Digestible.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And finally, like, you want to be able to tell, um, if, it, let's say I meet Brittany on the street.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I tell her all about myself. And then I want Brittany to know exactly what to say when she talks to me, uh, to someone else about me. Exactly. So if Brittany tells Jennifer, oh, I actually met this girl the other day, Penny, she does this, this, and that. Yeah. So you want it to be something that's like scalable in a way.
0: Yeah. Mm. Super clear for other people to suggest or to, to recommend you or introduce you. That's a really good point. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So with the workshop, we did a lot of different exercises. So we're just going to go through kind of the main points of the things that we kind of taught. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the really important things that we did that made people like kind of uncomfortable mm-hmm. and uh really sort of um brought out that authenticity factor mm-hmm. that we're looking for is actually acknowledging what you're not good at. Mm. So taking into account that you will be good at a lot of things, but there's also gonna be a lot that you aren't good at. Yeah.
1: And yeah. How do you and deal kind you of with owning that? that. Owning it. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, we we're, we're really wanting to own these things that we're not good at. Um and sort of Fix them as much as they need fixing, yeah. but also um, if you if it's really a struggle for you try and focus on the things and highlight the things that you are really talented at and you're really comfortable with.
0: Yeah. So, Penny, what would you say to someone, like, you know, in the the classic interview question where um, someone is asked, what is your, what is the question? What's your worst worst quality or characteristic?
1: Yeah. Yeah, So, mine is, like, unquestionably, I have very poor attention to detail. Um, And I'm quite comfortable saying that because I'm a bit of a big picture person. Yeah. And I've basically, because I'm so hyper aware of this idea of being (laughs) terrible at attention to detail, I've uh, designed little systems and processes to make sure that, um, you know, an email isn't going out with typos in it or a contract isn't going out without me fixing uh, a particular section or, Mm. um, you know, like I've designed uh, ways to compensate for this um, and I'm so hyper aware of it that now it's very, very rare that I actually make a mistake in this department. Yeah. So, um, and I think that's what you find often like someone's worst yes. skill becomes something they're really good at.
0: Yeah, that is a really interesting point. I think mm. that's absolutely true. What Except about you? for me with organization. <laughs> I'm still working on it. You'll get that. I don't think
1: you're that bad.
0: I'm not, I'm not like really horrible, but things do like slip between, you know, through the cracks. And I do find myself kind of putting systems in place, like mm. you said, to actually make sure that I stay on top of things and that things don't get missed or overlooked. Yeah. Um, but it is something I'm working on. But I think that that's true when you actually have to define that to a potential employer or something. You, What is good is that you do acknowledge it and that mm. you own it and that you show... You show the person that you're aware of it and there are things that you're doing to, you know, make sure that it doesn't become a problem at work.
1: Yeah, exactly. And also, I think it's really great to mentally highlight the things that you don't think you're good at yeah. and then decide whether or not those are the things that you want to do in your career. Right. Exactly. Like, for, for example, I know some people are really good at sort of like pro, uh, project management, yeah. right? Like they're kind of organized, they make nice spreadsheets, they put on a good event, but that's not what they want to do at all. Yeah. Um, so I, I think this process mm-hmm. of like being like, okay, well, I'm bad at this, But I want to get better at it for the purposes of highlighting, you know, my main skill set, or I'm good at this, but I don't want to do it. Like that can be a really useful process.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So, definitely super important to figure out what you're not good at. Mm -hmm. It's a really important piece of figuring out who you are professionally. And secondly, Penny and I are we are big fans, if I can mm. say that, of the soft skill. Yeah. So these are like soft skills are something that everybody has. Um, and they're basically characteristics. They're like personality traits, you could almost call them. Mm-hmm. They're things that you do, um, communication abilities, and basically all of these things that you've been maybe even learning throughout your whole life mm. that are helping you be better at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and they, these shouldn't be overlooked. These soft skills are so important, and more and more employers are looking for the soft skills even more than 100%. the hard skills.
1: Yeah, and also like if you're making a career transition and you're trying to move from one industry or field to another, this is, these are the things that you need to know like the back of your hand. Like, what is mm-hmm. the transferable skill that can be taken from one field to another? Um, yeah, because that. That's really what will help you to get that job in the new profession.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you saw. Did you see my me share that um, uh, I see all
1: of your content?
0: All of the content. <laughs> was it Was it Hubspot? Yeah. I think it was HubSpot. Yes, they, remind me. Um, in their uh actually a friend sent me this uh this job description. She was like, if you wanted a job, oh, this would literally right. be the perfect job for you. Yes, yes, And yes. then within within their job description in HubSpot's um job listings, they write that um, you know, they actually preface, I thought it was so cool because they actually say, you know, if you don't have all the skills that we've listed above, that is just a wish list, that is just that's like, the thing, yeah. We really want to hear from you if you get really excited when you read this job description we want to hear from you and we're very much you know we believe in soft skills and we believe in hiring the right people and and people growing into positions so they 100%. i just thought it was so great they encouraged people yes like and
1: that. that's something everyone should remember is that every job description is a wish list yeah. it is not a list of necessary requirements yeah. it's a wish list this is like what they would love to have they definitely won't get all of those things exactly and that's exactly um, what so they said. just it was apply cool.
0: Anyway. Yeah. Apply anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I digress. So, was great though. soft skills. Mm-hmm. The way to figure out what your soft skills are, you might already kind of have an idea. You probably have a bit mm. of an idea, but the way that you can really kind of hone in on them or really own them mm. is remembering or trying to identify times where people kind of called you. Uh, in a positive way, called you out, identified identified those uh, traits in Mm. you. Mm. So if people often tell you, wow, you're, you know, you're such a good communicator or you're really good at listening. Mm. I always feel like I have such great conversations with you. Or if they're like, oh, you know, you're so good at bringing people together and Mm. introducing people and, you know, whatever. Those are the kinds of things you should be thinking about. And and kind of maybe even just jotting, jotting those things down every now and again.
1: Yeah, just start the sentence with like, people always tell me that I am you know, a great communicator or very creative or very like uh, you're good at lateral thinking or very resilient. Like those are the sort of things that you're looking for. And if you're um, struggling, then uh, a big tip is to just go online and look at a list of soft skills. There's huge lists of them. Just grab one of those big lists online. There'll be like 180 different words on there or something. Yeah. Um, and you're wanting to just cross out the ones, start by crossing out the ones that don't apply to you. So um, that will kind of help you to make some progress to narrow it down.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then you can start to kind of think about what what ones people identify in you. And then you'll really have a pretty solid idea of your like top three or whatever soft mm-hmm. skills. And that's really important to recognize in yourself. Ba-do, 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 ba-do.
1: Okay, so the next exercise is one that we created ourselves. I love Um, it. (laughs) it. Brittany named it, which is why it's like triply adorable. Um, (laughs) So it's called the happy triangle. We'd like to help you to articulate what you do in a really concise way without rambling on about like uh, irrelevant details. Yeah. Um, So basically, when you're first introducing yourself professionally, we don't want you to overdo it. It should just be a nice, clean sentence
0: yes exactly this is kind of your like first step to creating a really nice kind of pitch for yourself Mm -hmm. and you want to kind of figure out what are sort of well it's a triangle so you can guess there's probably going to be three things so like what are the three things that I want people to know about me
1: and in order like what is the top thing the most important thing that's the top peak of the triangle
0: yeah and that one, of course, the the top peak of mm-hmm. the triangle mm-hmm. is what you kind of call yourself professionally. So, that's like the first thing you would say. Mm-hmm. Like, I would personally say, I am a uh, content strategist yeah. consultant or whatever. Yeah. And Penny, you would say… I would call myself… <laughs>
1: I'm I'm a growth practitioner.
0: Growth practitioner. Yeah. That's such a good one. Yeah. Such a good one. And then the second thing that you would say is so you'd start with that, because that is your kind of like what you do. It's mm-hmm. your sort of identifier. The second thing you're gonna do is say what is your special specialization or what is your like expertise. Yeah. So for me, it would be
1: sales, um, business development. That's my background.
0: Yeah, and for me, it would probably be something like media, um, video, kind of like yeah, interactive interactive content. Mm-hmm. Jesus, take, <laughs> please take that back. Internet uh, content. Internet, <laughs> the content. For me, it would be kind of more a, like a, like video content of some sort. That's sort of what what where my expertise definitely lies. Yeah, and then the third. Yes. The third and th- final The third and final thing that you would then uh, uh, tell someone in this triangle of happiness mm. is um, something like your what else are you interested in? Maybe a specific thing that you're super passionate about mm-hmm. within your work. Career context. Mm-hmm. So for me, it would kind of be like um, uh, demystifying kind of the whole social media thing, so that people don't get so stressed out about it and they mm. find it more approachable.
1: Yeah, and for me, it's like I like to build sales strategy and I like to build capability within teams, so that I'm not selling for you; I'm teaching you how to sell.
0: Yes. Yeah. Love <laughs> that. So basically, the triangle you're going to want to sit down and create that for yourself. Just write it out. The first thing is, what do you call yourself? The second Second thing is what is your expertise or where are you specialized, and the third is like that extra that extra little bit of the interest yeah, passion something yeah. that will yeah identify you or d- differentiate you a little bit
1: yeah and also helps you to um, helps them to understand like what you're interested in working on exactly so if I was like I'm really interested in people and culture and I was speaking to a startup guy who really just wanted to grow their business aggressively and work fourteen hours a day mm-hmm. then that would help him to know that you're not the I, i'm not the right person for him
0: so true mm. yeah exactly and if someone wanted me to come in and just overhaul their whole social media thing yeah, and yeah. execute the whole and thing, be on the videos yeah exactly <laughs> they would realize oh that's not actually what I, what i'm interested in doing so it's mm-hmm. a really good point like what are you actually interested in doing and the more i'm on these like these sales calls the more um I'm realizing I really need to hone in on that mm. specific thing. Yeah. Like I'm working on kind of defining my offer, refining my offer and figuring out what it is that I actually want to do. But mm. I need to be super clear about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a exactly. huge part.
1: Because when you put on the spot, it's kind of like, oh, well, yeah, I could do that. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. And then you're like, damn it. I don't yeah. want to do that at all. Like that's not why I, I left my comfortable job. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> now comes the tough part.
1: Yeah, this is definitely the hardest bit. Um, And I want you guys to think about, we want you guys to think about the idea that this, uh, the next step is like an ever growing thing. So this will develop and change and move throughout your career. And it will also be audience specific. Yeah,
0: that's super important. So this is what we're talking about is your USP which is oh sorry oh no go ahead <laughs> i don't know
1: why i That's thought I say it
0: it's your unique selling proposition it's lovely what's that brit uh, well, uh, you. Uh, this is um, a term that um, like in the product world and the business world is very, very popular, but now it's becoming a little bit more popular to talk about on a personal level as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So it's something that is really differentiating you or your service or your product from everybody else mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. That's basically it.
1: Yeah. Obviously, um, pretty much all job markets are flooded with different types of professionals um, and you want to be able to differentiate in a way that... Um, if you bump into someone on the street, they walk away understanding like what makes you different to every other um, fashion designer or yeah. um, travel agent. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like some diverse careers here. That's <laughs> good. Travel, travel agent. agent. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't think that's really a career
1: anymore. Anymore, as yeah. much. <laughs>
0: But it's adorable that you said it. travel agent. That was that was a nice time when we had travel agents. Yeah, you know? it was a simpler time. I think oh, I yeah. had a really
1: emotional experience with a travel agent once. Really?
0: Yes, because I booked this ticket to
1: Thailand um, with a group of friends that, and then things didn't work out. Oh, and I was, I called her and I was like, um, "I'm locked. still going, but I'm just going to go by myself." And she was like, "Penny." This is, and I explained the whole situation. She was like, this is not the time to be traveling alone. She's like, I'm going to get your money back. Wow. And I don't think you should go by yourself. She oh, was like wow. a total mum about it. She was, my mom's uh, older that. than me. So it was just yeah. like the nicest thing to have someone be like, don't do that. You're going to, she was like, you're going to be standing on like some, like beautiful place, and you want to turn around and tell someone about it, Aww. and there's going to be no one there, and you're just going to feel even worse.
0: Interesting. And I was like, "Thank you." What was her name again?
1: <laughs> like Janet or something. I
0: mean, I I mean, maybe <laughs> earlier in life it would have been would have been different, but I love a, a solo travel.
1: I oh, me too now, but not at that time. But this was a. Uh, different situation. situation.
0: Okay, sorry, we digress yes. yet again. We do that often though, but it's all part of the it's fun. Okay. It's all part of the fun. So, USP. Mm. Um, so this is something like Penny said is going to evolve with time. It's also going to be very personal to you obviously, mm-hmm. and it's going to depend on your audience. So, what you know, you you might have sort of a general USP, but the way that you talk about it to different people might change or alter, just depending on who they are and what their business is.
1: Exactly. Um, And basically, you're wanting a a nice sentence. Don't write a paragraph. Don't write a page. Think about what you would actually say verbally as opposed to um, on social media or something. And you can use this across all types of platforms, but your first... uh, communication mechanism should be verbal.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it should be something that you kind of, yeah, can actually practice saying out loud. Yeah. So I think for me, if I were talking about my last position mm-hmm. at AJ and Smart, I would have, I think my USP there mm-hmm. amongst all these like designer technical people, which I am not, um, my USP was definitely being able to engage people and get people excited about a topic that can can also be seen as a maybe a little bit dry mm. or, um, you know, yeah, bringing kind of a little bit of light and energy mm. to a world where actually a lot of people are technical and a little bit maybe introverted and that kind of thing. So it's mm-hmm. definitely, I think, for sure my USP there.
1: I mean, for me, my, my USP is that everything I know, I kind of taught myself. Mm. So everything is very practical. Like there's no sort of uh, old theories or old practices. It's like, Figuring out what works on the go um, and delivering actual results as opposed to like some kind of old theory.
0: Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I love that. You are you are kind of like the, you're the woman on the ground, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. throwing punches and yeah. figuring it all out. Yeah. I, I, lo- I love it. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I think that's absolutely, uh, it's very valuable. Great. Good. I'm glad <laughs> we figured out our USPs. <laughs> well, oh, What fun. <laughs> Okay, the very last thing that we're going to do is kind of put all of those things together. So what we did in this workshop, everybody left with their own personal elevator pitch. Uh yeah, which was very
1: cool. I was about to ask you what an elevator pitch is, and then I realized in every segment I've been like, what's that Brit?
0: <laughs> Why don't you tell us, Penny, what is an elevator pitch?
1: Um an elevator pitch is uh, the idea is that essentially in a hypothetical scenario, you jump in an elevator and you see someone there that you want to pitch to. So you're either pitching to get a job, sell your service, get investment, like it could be any kind of pitch. Um, And it might be a hiring manager or an investor or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have from level ground floor to level four to pitch yourself, which is maybe like, depending on the elevator, it's like 30 to 40 seconds tops. So it's a really tight amount of time to say who you are, what you do and what your USP is, like why should they hire you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So basically what you're gonna do is put all those things together. You're gonna put your happy triangle Together with your USP, mm-hmm. and then you're going to, of course, kick it off with like your name. Yeah, you know, and maybe if you work somewhere, you would add in where you work mm-hmm. or the industry or whatever.
1: Yeah, because often you're um, already working at a company, and you're going to a meetup or a networking event, and you're representing that company. Yeah. Um. So sometimes you need to angle it towards the company, but in this case, we're talking about you as an individual because we love
0: you. Y O U you you. And this is. In case you are thinking, when am I actually going to use something like this? Mm. Maybe you don't go to networking events or I don't know, whatever. Mm. But this is the best. (laughs) This elevator pitch that is personal to you is the exact answer you want to give to the tell me about yourself Mm. interview question. When you go in and you sit down and the person sits and they're like, all right, you know. Tell me me a little bit uh, about yourself. And you
1: always go, (gasps) Okay, what do you want to know? uh, Well, I I went to university and, you know, it's just like… I grew up in Connecticut (laughs) and then I got a boyfriend and that didn't work out. So I moved to Berlin. You know, like, no. Exactly. We don't want (laughs) to Too much information. Yeah, that's the thing. So the elevator pitch is perfect for that. Do you want to do a run through of our elevator pitches?
0: (laughs) Yes. And I would actually… Personally, really love if uh, Kit could put some really like grandiose, exciting music. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, like, okay. yeah, that'd be great. So, <coughs> you right. go first, Brit. I'm gonna go. Hi, I'm Brittany. I'm a brand and content strategist with a speci- special specialization? specialization specialization in media and video. I like to facilitate co-creation with my clients so teams feel really empowered and never helpless when it comes to social media. My USP is that I'm able to get teams really engaged and excited about what they're doing. Dun, dun, dun. That was me talking to a potential client. Yes. All right. Okay. Great. Penny. Um,
1: so I'm. I'm. A, yeah, I speak to different kinds of clients to Brittany. So I have to be a little bit more boring. But um, my name is Penny. I'm a growth practitioner with a specialization in new business development and client acquisition. I work in the startup and digital consultancy space doing uh, sales strategy and training. And my USP is that um, everything I do is incredibly practical. So um, I've had experience with the end to end process and make sure that everything that I do is actionable as opposed to just theoretical. Yeah. Was that all right? God
0: damn, I like that. I mean, it's you know pretty what I, hard. You know what I also <laughs> really liked is that you actually said my USP is, I think that's like, can, I just
1: put that that in there for the audience
0: I think you can ab- <laughs> but I think you can absolutely say that and I think actually it creates that little like verbal highlighter mm. like my you know what I mean, my USP is this that mm. people are like oh that's that's what she, why she's different or yeah, it you makes know makes it a bit what, more memorable yes So everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode. That was basically a, a, I mean, somewhat thorough rundown of figuring out what your professional voice is, how to talk about yourself um, professionally.
1: We really hope you found it useful. And we'd love to know if you have any questions or feedback or if you use this. Yes. If you put an elevator pitch together, please send it to us via video. We would love that. Ooh, via
0: video. Yeah, like put it, send that. it to
1: us on Instagram or whatever. Um, or, whatever. or whatever. Where <laughs> else would you send
0: you it? You could email it you to You could us. email it yeah.
1: um, if you're not on the gram.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because we'd love to know how this goes. Um, at the end of the workshop that we ran last week… Um, some people stood up and did their elevator pitches and they were awesome. It was, it was really so great. good.
0: Yeah, we got everybody to actually take their elevator pitch and practice it with each other. So going around the room and this is the, the, the last thing you definitely want to do that we maybe forgot to say is yeah. practice your elevator pitch in the mirror with a friend, with a colleague, yeah, whatever. Yeah.
1: You need to run it past someone because yeah. they might be like, I don't think you need to say all of that. Yeah. Like I uh, I walked around the room and some people practice their pitches on me and I just like got a pen and crossed out entire lines. I was like, don't worry. About that. Yeah. It's not interesting or relevant.
0: <laughs> but in a nice way. I said it in a nice way, I <laughs> swear. <laughs> I love that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.